Hey, my friends, welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the Pillars of Hamilton. My name is Sam. You can call me Mr. Sam if you want. Call me whatever you want, but call this next guest the rock star of photography. She's my friend, Allison Gallagher. She owns a studio called Allison Ann Studios, and she will do custom portrait photography, specializing in families, children, newborns, and weddings. Uh, you can check out her studio at Hamilton 9 South Washington Street, or just give her a call at 609-828-8331. She will decorate your walls with beauty. And guess what? Don't just take it from me. Listen to this podcast. Allison's one of the most passionate people I've ever met in my entire life. You'll get that by hearing the way she speaks. I had to have her on this podcast. I love this conversation. I hope you do too. So please, without any further ado, the rock star of photography, Allison Gallagher. Ba-boom. I have the rock star of photography with me right now. I've been, dude, I've been waiting like all day long. That was my opening line. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. That's how I see you, like the rock star of photography. (laughs) Um, That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. I don't know if you would agree with me, but. um, Uh, Probably not. Okay. Okay. Why not? I guess that's weird to call yourself a rock star, though. So it's funny because I call my daughter a rock star all oh. the time, and you know, like we we she hears me say it to her. I'm like, "Come on, rock star! If we're leaving, wah wah, get out of the car, rock star!" Like, we're, we're, and I'm like, if my kid <laughs> turns into I me, mean, she'll oh, play rock star. She doesn't play the instruments, but it's like I'm putting it out to the universe. <laughs> Nowadays, you don't need to learn instruments to be a rock star. This is true. <laughs> but it's I love calling her that. And I think she loves me calling her that. Because I've been saying that to her since she was like two. Rock star, let's go. Rock. And for whatever reason, it's like this positive vibe that I want to throw into her. And so that you're calling me the rock star of yeah. photography. And then you got it's your a great me. word. Uh, no doubt. No it's doubt. a great word. You I would never consider myself a Okay. Rock star. Trust me, you are. You totally are. You're the rock star of photography. <laughs> like that's how I feel, and and I know rock stars. So, okay. boom, it's so official. I'm, com- I'm complimented. Yeah. Thank you. Because no it's doubt. awesome. That's uh, awesome to be called that. Well, I want to get into that. Why I call you that? But first, uh, you talked about your daughter. What's her name? Julia. Julia. Yes. You made a little post the other day on Facebook. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> There's so many. Yeah. The one I commented on, something about um, the person who's uh, stubborn or... Oh, yes. Going to be successful. Yes. And um, so, so what all was the, the post? Do you want me to air all the dirty laundry? Just, I mean, you laid kid. it out on Facebook. Why not on the... Uh, <laughs> um, uh, it was stubborn and... Something else, they're going to be very successful. Mm. Stubborn and I don't remember. Yeah. But she, she's, she's feisty. But you appreciate it. Uh, I love it. Yeah. I love it. But, it, you know, it's the t- I'm just going to be flat out honest. Before I was a parent and I came across a child or a kid that did the things and said the things that she does, I'd be like, man, that kid is arrogant. That kid needs you know some good parenting (laughs) like i was judgmental naive not i didn't wasn't a parent can you be specific like what kind of actions are you just you know throwing around their opinion when maybe they weren't asked you know just not staying in line Mm. like just kind of had just a confident kid and i at that time not being a parent was like yeah, they're, they're, they got that. They got some arrogance about them. And I don't know, maybe my kid does have some arrogance. I don't know. But she, you know, I've said to so many people that my daughter, at, she'll be eight the end of this, I mean, Tuesday, th- Wednesday, she'll be eight. My, my kid could stand up in a room full of adults and she will clearly speak her mind. Now, I could only have done that recently. Really? Well, I mean, maybe my mid-30s. You know, like, I really didn't have much confidence. Mo- Listen, you should get my husband in here. Yeah. he's. We've been together for 21 years. My wow. husband has known me since I was 15. I was going to say, hey, you're pre- you look pretty young to be someone. I'm 41. 20- I'm 21, 21 years. We were yeah. together. I was 20. And um, 
he we rode the bus together he's known me a long let me let me tell you something if he got in here he would he would laugh at the rock star statement <laughs> he knows you too well oh, come on but dude he knows me so mm. well and so you know everybody everybody who was a rock star their their lover laughs at them no one's really that <laughs> 20 maybe motley crew in the 80s <laughs> yeah. and that's it right. that is it everyone else is just faking it until they make it right it's so true it is true it's so true so you are as rock star as anyone else in my opinion that's awesome going back to your daughter though i want to tell you this because i've been a teacher now for going on like 15 years oh my god my original students were like married and have kids and stuff like that um it's true it's 100 percent true um i don't want to say that the kids who are quiet and easy to teach go on to be failures because that's also that's not true at all because that's the type of kid i was very quiet I mean, I, oh, I wasn't quiet. I just didn't have a lot of confidence at all. Huh. It's like zero. And Julia, I mean, I, do I see her as confident? Because I see her as she's uber sensitive, and which makes me nervous because I'm very sensitive. And, you know, but I guess sensitive is a good thing if it's channeled because she's, you know, she, she well, that's the her point feelings of- can get hurt. You That's know. the idea behind all of it. Is that yeah, there are kids who are going to be who are going to push their the boundaries. They're going to speak up what they want to say and um, probably not know what's appropriate. Mm. I got my own. <laughs> my kids are not easy. None of them. <laughs> and I always remember my former students who also were not easy. They were the ones who were charismatic. Um, they they are the ones who everyone gathered around, and they're also the ones who drove me crazy. They're also the ones that to this very day keep in touch with me and are successful and are thanking me for working so hard to channel channel uh, their their abilities and so being so being sensitive and being charismatic and being uh, creative you have to find a balance and that's I think part of just growing up I you're still probably doing I'm still doing it um, but I'm envious because you having a teaching background, I have no idea what I'm doing. I don't know how to channel it. There's one, one day where I'm freaking out because she's not in tow with what she should be and she knows what she should. I mean, she runs circles around me that she w- she wins. And, and, and I'll walk away and 10 minutes later, I'm like, man, she manipulated me. <laughs> Everything is a negotiation. All day long, I'm like, oh, we're negotiating again. We're negotiating again. But it's an experience for her. Either she gets that experience of a negotiation and finding out, well, I tried this with mom and made her really angry and I just got grounded. Probably not going to work again. Or she's going to say, wow, I kind of got away with that. I used the right words. I used the right tone. It's charisma, man. It's charisma and you have to learn how to use your charisma appropriately. And if you learn it through experiences, the kids who are quiet and very easy – a lot of times they don't get those experiences because they don't push boundaries, so they don't ever have that kind of conflict to learn from. And those things can go really far in life, I'm uh, telling but, you. But the manipulation is a little <laughs> scary. I mean, uh, maybe it's not manipulation. Maybe I don't even know. Like, I've never been – I was not her at eight. Okay, so let's so talk about you. So this is all new to me. Because that blows my mind. I thought for sure you were going to come in here and tell me how you used to drive your teachers crazy and that you no. were wild and uh, no. used to – No. Nope. I'm totally wrong. Nope. I was um, – I, I didn't want to make the adults around me unhappy. I was, um, I just, I kind of did what I said. I was a very good kid. I was, my mom always said I was bossy and I was a leader. I was the leader of my friends. Um, Basically, no one was going to, you know, get me to do something I didn't want to do. And I I was always that way. But um, I was not wild and crazy. I was pretty, pretty lame kid. You were a square. I I really was. And so I only, I'd say in my 30s, came into really being, I I, I don't know. I see myself differently. Other people see me. You know what I mean? So it's hard. Like, I know what I internalized. I internalized. So, okay. But you're saying that other people see the same thing I do. You've heard this before. Something along the lines, like yeah, in a similar I mean, not context. The ki- not the kids that I grew up with. People that well, are know meeting you. me now. They know you know People you. that meet me now. Yeah. Yes. How did it happen? I don't know. You don't know? I just, I, as, as far as the evolution of who I am now? Yeah. Where'd the confidence come from? Age. 
experience, mm. you know, resilience when you pick yourself up and dust yourself off so many times and you look back and see how far you've come, you're like, well, here, going back to your daughter, it's the experiences thing. Some people never try things because they're afraid of failure. Uh, you've tried other things that I know I have on my list right here. And uh, whether you succeeded or not, you've had that experience and you've learned from it. Some people never come out of their shell and never try, try to do those things. Your daughter's experiencing things and she's going to learn from it and grow just like you have. And now look at you. Like, that's how people see you. And I don't know how that makes you feel, but I would empowering. imagine. I mean, that's a very empowering Empowering. Very, but then there's times where I'm like, mm, maybe I got them all fooled. <laughs> <laughs> You're not alone in that. Yeah, everyone else feels like they're faking it too. I'm go out there and adulting. And yeah, yada, yada. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm exhausted, man. I want I want to go to the beach. I told my husband, I'm like, babe, I just need to just I need to go to the beach. Just I need to just run away from home and go to the beach. I said this to him this week. He's like, is home really that bad, babe? Is it really that bad? <laughs> Dude, I need to go to the beach so bad. <laughs> we were talking before just... we went on the air. I, oh, I need a vacation. I, it's a good thing I love what I do. I'm so passionate. Yeah. Me I, too. Me too. Yeah, I know you do. And I want to talk about your photography. I'm just saying, on Sunday night, I'm not sad that I have to go to work the next day. That's but, all. I mean, what a gift that is because you live in your work. I mean, you live yeah. in your work. Yeah. You know, and your work is exhausting on a whole other level <laughs> plus you know you have a house full of kids i mean yeah. you know yeah um i, I, just, I tell myself though i have a lot of energy and i try to keep it like i i, I tell myself i never want to be that dad who says i wish i would have played with my kids more or whatever mm. so if these hard on these hard days I, no matter what i'm playing with them i'm trying to milk this life for every second it's worth you I know? know i hear you yep. um and i feed off people like you because i feel I, I do not know you that well, but it's the vibe you give off um, and the posts you give. And um, got, you were talking about how it makes you feel empowered. Um, I wanted to ask you about something. Um, you ha you're the founder, and I don't know if it still exists, but um, can you tell me about Lady Preneur? <laughs> My day planner. So, Wait, yeah. let me say it again. I'm not sure. Uh, so it's called Lady Preneur. Lady Preneur. Yeah, day planner. It's a day planner, right? So I, I it, oh my God, was it 2016? 2017 it's young okay and so i was sitting in I, I couldn't find a day planner i write things down okay i sit at a computer all day my phone is attached to me but when it comes to i, I love hitting the pencil to the paper there's something very therapeutic about it and it's it's a way to ingest what i need to do and give me balance instead of putting things into my computer on my calendar or my phone I like to write things down so I started to research day planners and because I, I was I wanted to keep track of business and I couldn't find the day planner that I wanted okay so or, or what what I needed so I bought one and I kind of fi I, I kind it was geared towards photographers and I, I kind of changed some things for me and then when I went to buy it again they changed it to digital they stopped printing them and so I was sitting in my, it was, I want to say it was 2000, I forget if it was 2016, 2017. I was sitting in my hairstylist chair. And this is in the front of the book, this, this whole. The story. Yeah, kind of, yeah. So I was sitting in her chair. I'm like, I cannot find. And she's, she's very much an entrepreneur. I mean, incredible woman. Your hairstylist? Yeah. Want to give a shout out? Yeah, Jen, Jen from Crimson in Philly, 17th and Sansom. She's awesome. Right on. So um, I was telling her, I'm like, I cannot find. I can't find a day planner. I, I'm, it's January 3rd. I can't find a day planner. And she's like, well, then you need to create what you need. And the, like, the blood rushed through my body. And I was like, oh, my God. I ha this is my next step. Like, this is what I have to do. And so within five days, I had it completely outlined. Um, I had Elena from... Me, Elaine Design, Elena Lombardelli, she's in town. She I know Elena it. Lambardelli. She hooked me up. You ever see my wheel? I don't want to go into my stuff, but shout out to Elena Lambardelli. Yeah, I love her. We're so going to get her on this podcast. You have to. She's awesome. She's got a story to tell. and She's, she's awesome. Is she an inspiration or what? And I'd say she is a woman of dignity and grace, for mm. sure. I'm so glad you brought her for up. Sure. I've been in touch with her. She's um. I love her. Special. She is. She really is. And so she got on board with me and she created this beautiful, it's beautiful, this planner, which I, do I have it with me? Did you bring it? Well, I always have it. Yeah. It's in And I didn't realize this was going to be. So, but anyway, uh, listen, okay. so 
honestly, I've I've had to stop production because I've had issues. With, I shipped them all over the country, people. Really? Well, I ended up on Fox and Friends, and uh, Ainsley Earhart has tweeted holding it, and next thing you know, I was shipping them all over the country, and. I've hit some snags no <laughs> because way. some of their f- some of them are falling apart. The oh, printer, yeah. No. So they rebound them and they're still falling apart because it, what it is is, you know, this is first. It's the first print, okay. And I don't know what I'm going to do from here, but I use it every day. I love it, and there are so many women that love it. Um, what what separates this from any other planner? Um. Okay, so I have each month starts out with a with a motivational quote from a woman, and then it goes into each month with a question to keep you on your toes. This is this is for tracking. It's for I created it for women though. Nick used it. Is that your wife. husband? No, Nick. Nick, oh, uh, yeah. independent dependent. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. He used it with his with his wife. They bought one, and he was using it as like their planner. They kept it on the count on the counter, and they would just write in it. So. Um, I mean, it has, it has a full calendar spread. It has budgeting for business. It has keeping clientele straight each month. It has inquiries. It keeps inquiries straight. Like it just keeps, it helps me keep track of my business and my home life goals also. Okay. So I love it. I use it every day. Um, so I was selling them and, but it became this whole, I never realized through this, I realized what my calling is. My calling is to make people feel good. I love to make people feel good and feel like when they leave my presence, they now believe in their heart that whatever they thought was impossible is now possible. And this became a separate branch of photography. I like to make people feel beautiful. Um, I love to document parents with their children or with their loved ones in a way that shows so deep intimacy. Um, I just like to make people, I like to capture love and make people, I like to just build on love. And this became a different way to do that when I started it it didn't it didn't start out that way but then it kind of evolved into that you know um, the positive quotes and the did you write the question where the questions come from um, I think I I think I turned the, the quotes into questions I think I did that myself hmm. um, I probably found some somewhere but so this is and what, what is this? This is February. Well, this is, it's all customizable. So you can start at any time. So anyway, one of the tabs is you must do the thing which you think you cannot do, Eleanor Roosevelt. And then I, then I bring on a question. What would you do if you weren't afraid? And that takes you into the month. Mm. You know, and then there, there's quotes throughout. And there, That's you great. Know, um, what would you do if you were not afraid? And that, I think, I think all of us would be different if we had no fear. <laughs> I'd be, I would be completely different if I had no, no fear. Mm. I mean, I'm very fearful. To this day, even with your confidence uh, and empowerment. Oh, my God. I'm so fearful. What are you scared of? Um, I have a lot of financial fears that I've worked through and I'm working through. Um, I guess stuff that from strong convictions from when I was a kid. Though, I grew up in a, in a I mean, a great... I had a great childhood. I mean, we traveled. I saw the world. Um, but I don't know if it's if it's genetic of this fear of running out of money. I get. I have like this. It's like a a deep, dark conviction that can take take me to a. The fear is yeah. The fear is ungodly, and I tapped into it moving into the studio. You know, I I, I knew I'm a, I was a fearful person, but taken that on tapped into some moving into the studio in in Hamilton you live in a studio no 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 my the my business that I moved into it I want to get into that you start a new before we get into your new business we'll get into that next if anyone wants this book is is are they not going to sell them right now okay I'm not selling them right now okay because I I mean I because I am a woman of integrity and if my name is on it it needs to be be right yeah. Yeah. And it's, 
I might. I would probably sell them for like half off. I would sell them for. So I probably so sell them for like someone 30, really wanted now. I would sell it for like thirty five bucks. Yep, thirty five okay. bucks. And it's 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 great. Well, how would they get to just hit um, you on social media? Yeah, or? hit me up on social media. I have. I I think I I, I don't know if I can. I just hit me up on social media. It's. I love it. I mean, I love it. But yeah. shoving it in and out of bags, mm. you know, it doesn't hold up yet. The first print just do- it for a lot of people it did, but for some it didn't, and that is not enough for me to continue okay. to sell them. Do you know Are you what gonna I mean? pursue? I think so. Not yeah. right now. Not right now. So um, I know what it's like starting or going into a new business tell me about it you just started right well so i've been in business um since 2005 i went full-time in 2012 um and then you know i invested in the studio in in december the day after christmas i'd signed the lease on this on the studio space so i've been you know i've been working i've been in this i've moved well i mean i'm from right outside of town hamilton but um We've been living here 11 years and, you know, so ever since I was living here, I was a photographer, but I went full time when my daughter was one, um, because I was grooming dogs and I'm like, you know, I you're grooming dogs. I said, so my sister owned two dog grooming businesses. So I groomed dogs for 10 years. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, um, she owned a, she owned a shop in Washington Township and she owned a shop in Echo and I, she taught me how to groom dogs. She needed a groomer. And so I did that for 10 years. Side hustle was photography, mm. you know, That's and your passion. Yep. And then, and I'm not a risk taker. So I was very slow, very slow, you know? And then I said, when my daughter was one, I'm like, I, or she was about to be one. I'm like, I cannot be a mom side hustle photography that's getting very busy and groom dogs like i can't i'm not doing all this and i I, so i gave you know i said i'm it's 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 jump i'm jumping i'm just gonna take it on and you know i've been busy steady you know steady busier and busier um and i'm grateful i'm so grateful so um so yeah i i signed the lease the day after christmas and you know the reason you got this is that you don't have to just go places to take photos you could i mean you can do that well i still do a lot of on location i I shoot at sunset outside and i love that and i think i'm known for that maybe i'm not but so people (laughs) are like oh you're not doing that anymore i'm like yeah i am yeah i am but now i just i want to i want a spot to meet with my clients to bring them in everything i do is custom i want to show show them the artwork um show them how i can display their family on their walls i have a ton of product and and stuff. I bring them in to show them their gallery. I have a TV, couch. You know, I, I, everything I do is, um, I, I, I spend a lot of time with my clients. You yeah. know, so um, I like to have a place for them to come. And, and I, I want to, I love, I, I want, because I did a charity event. Um, I, I want to throw parties in my studio. I, I you want to throw parties? I do. I just want to throw parties and raise money for good causes and we, meet great people. We've talked about that, that you want to raise money, you want to find ways to do good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I would help you with anything with that if I yeah, can. Yeah, that's awesome. I, so I met you, I really met you for the first time when you came to read preschool. N- yeah. Right? I mean, that's the first time I really got to know you to some degree. And when you spoke to my students. Oh, okay. Right, 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 right. That's when I coined you the rock star <laughs> photography. You know, let me tell you something, people. When Allison speaks about photography in front of my students, I mean, you're probably hearing it now on the podcast. And I wrote this on Facebook. She beams with passion. I mean, you g- 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 glow <laughs> with passion. I mean, and if someone's having a wedding or a, a bar mitzvah or whatever it is, or just wants to get some good photos of their kids or their loved ones, that's what you want in a photographer. Mm-hmm. Someone who like wants to find the beauty, mm-hmm. right? For sure. For sure. My kid, sure. man, if you haven't seen it before, guys, maybe I'll find a way to post it on the pillars. You, I just, that picture captured what I was seeing the whole oh, time. Oh, oh, oh. Well, I was like leaning down. Yeah. And not just that too, but like I respected you before you even spoke because you were kind of like hanging out in the back and you're kind of like n- a little nervous. Yeah, like, for sure. Yeah. Like well, how am I going to relate, you yeah. know, to these kids? Yeah. But you showed that you really cared. Yeah. And I appreciate that. Yeah, that's... I get so nervous for everything I care about. Me too. I mean, that's... And I say that to my daughter. I'm like, honey, because she's a fearful kid. And I said, honey, 
I still get scared when I go to shoot a wedding or a shoot with someone that maybe I don't know as well as I would like to know. I tell her, I'm like, honey, I'm nervous today. You know, I said, but I'm going to do it and I'll learn something. And if I do something wrong, that's how we learn. And, and I'll, and I'll be okay when I get home, you know, like that's, that's, and I, I tell her, why am I nervous? Because I care. Mm. I care about what I do. So yes, I've been shooting weddings a long time, but I still get nervous because I care. Mm. I care about my job, you know? And I, you know, I want her to see that mommy has, is scared, you know? And then I get to get up and I'm going to go and I'm going to do it and I'm going to survive. So good to show kids. Oh, she, listen, I, one thing I, ne- one thing my father never told my father was an entrepreneur, very successful. And one thing he never wanted us to see was his flaws or mm. that he, he made mistakes or that he didn't know the answer. And let me just say, we do the opposite yeah. because it did me no good. And Julia knows that we're human. <laughs> we make mistakes. We apologize, uh, you know, that both of us. And that she, I said, see, honey, I made a mistake there. I want her to see. I get up. I dust myself off. I tell her, I said, it's not our de- mistakes that define us. It's what we do next after that mistake. What do we do next? We're going to quit. We're done. We're going to play victim or are we going to dust ourselves off? Look at it. As, I love what Deepak Chopra says. Um, I was loving what you were just saying. Well, I, so I use this, but I, I don't know if I can remember. You're going to try to quote him? I am, but <laughs> it's too much pressure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you don't want to mess this up? No. Pressure's no, on. But it's about uh, you know how we perceive obstacles. There's so many parents out there who hide things. And not just parents, just adults. And that's no way to do it. No. You show kids or you don't have to like throw terrible things in their face to show them but you don't hide them from the world Mm -hmm. and when they experience something you teach them right from wrong Mm -hmm. and then they can take that with them as opposed to the person who it's been hidden from and when they're grown up or when they're a teenager with uh new friends or in college by themselves and they experience these things they won't know how to handle it and she even sees me you know i I, my dad died no nine she sees me break down you know, a song comes on the radio mm. that reminds me of him. He, he he never met Julia, you know, so she doesn't know him. She only knows about him. And I'm like, honey, it's painful. You know, it's painful. She, I'm, I'm not going to hide my tears from her. She's not going to see excessive amount of tears, but she, I want her to see that it hurts, but we keep going, you know, mm. I can't, I can't, I don't want to hide that from her, you know, and she, at first it would make her uncomfortable, but you know, now she understands it and she, we talk about it, which is dialogue with my kid is therapeutic. I, I hope for both of us because it's super therapeutic for me just to sit and what, you know, when we, when we talk about our feelings and situations, there's no room to assume you know, that she can hear my words and my truth and why I do things and, you know, why I won't let her do this or that. Hey, honey, it's, you know, it, it's not just no, no, mm-hmm. it's because this, 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 and this, you it's know. It's just no, and this is why. Right. You know. You said your truths. Mm-hmm. You wrote that to me in a message earlier. You said, I did? Uh, I, well, you were asking me, what are we going to talk about on this thing? And I was like, well, you know, it was open dialogue. We'll talk about whatever we want. And you said good because I have no problem speaking my truths. Yeah, for sure. Because yeah. like the, if the you know the rock star of photography, if you sit and talk to me long enough, you'll <laughs> you'll learn why I probably don't feel that because I well, I'm going to tell you all the ways I've been broken. You know, all the ways that I've in in your career, or you mean as a person? Just. In life. In life. You know what I mean? And that career too, you know, you, as, an, as, as being self-employed or I guess just working in general. But being self-employed, you put, your, you put yourself out there, especially in a subjective, in an art, oh. you know, that. I guess, yeah, you I know, guess what I'm doing is kind of an art too. It's well, and that's the thing. There's room for, I mean, I guess there's room for judgment no matter what you do. But in a, it's something so subjective that I put myself. Mm, I mean, I, let me tell you something. I barely made it through art school because I could not handle putting my work up on the wall and being critiqued. It was brutal. Mm. It was brutal. I was not tough enough at 20, 
21, 18, 19, 20, 21, I was not tough enough to, I was hard on myself, man, brutally hard on myself. And I would just shame. I had a lot of shame. I wasn't good enough. I'll never be good enough. Like those are the ways I spoke to myself. Um, into my, you know, late twenties, into my mid twenties, I'd say, you know, those are the ways, those are the words that I would say to myself. Um, and when you speak to yourself that way, I mean, how successful can you be when you are, when that's your inner dialogue yeah, all day? Yes. And I don't even know where I came from. You know, I don't know where I came from. I just always, I've, I've, I've mellowed. Okay. I, I consider myself a, a um, recovering perfectionist. Oh, really? For sure. For sure. Perfectionism took me down, exhausted me, almost broke me. Did you go to perfectionism rehab or like how does this? <laughs> Read a lot of books and went to a lot of therapy. Did you do a little self-help action? <laughs> <laughs> and so now what, and what I say to Julia is, and this is what works for me, is I strive for excellence. And excellence, my excellence may be different on Tuesday than it is on Thursday, depending on how much sleep I've had, if I've skipped a meal, if I had an awful phone call, if, you know, whatever it is, our ex- we strive for excellence. As long as we do that and we work and live with integrity, then we let the rest go. The mistakes are what they are. Yeah. You know, I'm not, I cannot be obsessed with, per- it, it broke me. I can't do it anymore. But I was a perfectionist for a long time. It was got it, me nowhere. Was there a moment or was this? No, I no. think it was a series of, I think it was just being sick and tired of being sick, sick and, tired, and tired, you know, of just never measuring up. Like it's just. You so know, what? Your own bar? For sure. Hmm. Oh yeah, for sure. Now, you know, I, my bar is higher than anybody else's, uh, you know? Yeah. And I, now I just, like I have a business coach and. I just listen to them, you know, like I just listen to them. I don't listen. She told me, Allison, don't listen to the voices in your head. She said, don't li- She told me, don't listen to friends, family, and the voices in your head. And <laughs> she's so right. She's so right. You know, she's so Who are you right. supposed to listen to then? Just I her? listen to the, as far as my, what I do for a living, I listen to the people. There's a circle of people in my industry that I will go to my A-team that I will go to, and she is for sure one of them. And as long as she sees and I listen to her words and what she describes me as and how I'm doing and how I'm working the path, I'm okay with that. And I'm okay with all of my mistakes, you know? And that's, I think that just all comes with experience. A lot. Uh, There's nothing that beats experience. And I'm not ancient, but I'm old enough that experience has done me good. Even mm. the painful, you know. The, oh, those will teach you the most, right? I mean, those are the most pain. Th- those were, are what drives me today, the pain. Yeah. You know? But I'm grateful that the pain is a lot less. <laughs> yeah. <You> know, <laughs> Some like people I, never get rid of it. Yeah, no. I, I, you know, I've done heads. a lot of work. A yeah. lot of work. Well, hey, um, guess what? I think that I think that all your hard work and <laughs> determination kind of like accumulated into an award recently. The which one? <laughs> <laughs> well, then I didn't know. Okay, let's talk multiple awards. Um, well, I know for sure you recently received a hand. Oh, the, yes, yes. That's a sweet yeah, reward. That you, was awesome. It wasn't just for photography. You're t- no, it was. Well, there's no photography category, which we're going to. Sh- I'm going to. We've discussed this before, Gina and I, but. Um, so it was for artists. I think that's so cool. I could not believe it. I think that's so cool. I, I truly could not believe it. I was so, and we were on our way f- on to vac- on vacation. Like we were leaving for vacation. And I was like, I have to go get the paper. I have to see. And as we were almost leaving for vacation, I saw it. And then I saw my picture there. I was like, man, that's awesome. Mm. You know, that was, it's just awesome. And the people have spoken. We got an artist here in Hamilton. Listen, (laughs) and I said this in my post that there is a lot of talent in this town. And I believe that so many should be recognized. I mean, there is so much talent on so many different levels. You know, that's a big reason of why I'm doing this show. 100%. 
there's there's some very interesting people in this town. There really, really are, you know? Yeah. If you're one of those people and, and you're trying to get your word out there, please come see me here. And uh, I know Linda Cassianos puts the art up on the walls. And um, th- what a great town this is. It, you know, listen, I'm going to be flat out honest with you. When me and my husband, I grew up right outside of Hamilton. And my dad was from Blue Anchor, which is not, uh, which is around the corner. You probably don't, I don't know. I'm you pretty new. Right. So, but anywhere. it's around, it's around the corner. <laughs> and, but my dad, uh, you know, related to a lot of the town, you know, that type of thing. So my dad loved Hamilton, but my mom was from North Jersey. So she would always take us to like Marlton, Cherry Hill area to go shop and do things with my dad. Everything was in Hamilton. And I told my husband, I'm not moving to Hamilton. And he said, this was, we were living in, we were living like 20 minutes towards Philly. And I said, I'm not, I'm, we're, not we're not moving to Hampton. And so he's like, well, why not? You know, so my husband worked in the town. He knew a lot of people in the town. He grew up right outside minutes. So he hung out with a lot of kids in Hamilton. His two sisters live here. So he, he was a fan. Like, we, let's move. It's a great town, you know. So, but it wasn't always this great. It, they brought it back from being, it wasn't so great. It was, it, there was like a dark period where it was unsafe and downtown did not look the way it does now. I mean, they did some hard work and it is amazing, you know? And so I ended up moving into Hamilton. I fell in love with our home and we, I, we looked, we looked all around, but I, I fell in love with our home and I was like, I want to move into this home. And so we're going to live in Hamilton. And, you know, and w- what I realize over time is something, sometimes I just don't know what's best for me. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't know what's best for me. I didn't realize how wonderful, like, so I saw myself in my 20s, actually in a, as a teenager, I saw myself in my 20s traveling the world. Because I grew up, I lived in Paris for a summer. Oh. So I, 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 I've seen Europe. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not settling in South Jersey, you know. And <laughs> I, I wrote a blog about this, about loving small town. And I never, ever thought, I just didn't know what was best for me or really what I wanted. I thought I wanted to travel and see the world and not have any roots and... I, I married. That all sounds very romantic. Listen, I married the boy next door. You know, like it's literally the opposite of anything I ever thought. And my husband laughs because he's like, "Well, I, I'm madly in love with my husband, who was like nine doors down from me." Oh, he was literally, 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 <laughs> literally. Oh. He moved to my street. He was probably. 14 or he was probably 15 when he moved to my street but he's got four sisters and his older sister was friends with my sister we all went to same grade school so i knew him before he moved to my street but then we became friends and his twin sister is megan reader is his twin oh, sister wait my my charlie Ryder's yes. mom yes shout out yes another art and another she's another artist art, yes she's the art teacher so we were you know we were always friends we grew up on the same street like i was friends with mike friends with megan and so I fell in love with and married the boy next door. And we are raising our daughter in a small town, like the complete opposite of what I ever thought I would want. And I can't imagine my life any other way. It's awesome. It is so awesome to be in a town where, you know, I mean, I know that there's good and bad to that, but you know, people, everyone says, hi, you know, you, you, wherever you go you're going to recognize people there's things going on in the town there's the it's it's safe it's so hey, family and friendly and i know from experience megan if you're if uh, god forbid i don't even want to say that but i, I don't want to say that what i'll say is do you know how much uh support i got when my son was ill last week right unbelievable overwhelming how yep. much support i got I wouldn't have gotten that in New York City, Florida, and St. Louis where I grew up. 
I mean, yeah. I couldn't, I, everywhere I went, people knew, people I hadn't spoken to, they were just coming up and almost like teary-eyed, you know, because yep. they, they, they understood what I was going through. They have their own kids. Oh, we did. We picked the right town. And, you know, it's it's a hard town to move into. Dude, <laughs> you want to get into that? And, I, and I'm not saying that from my point of view. I am. I'm saying that because I don't know how hard it was for you i'm sure it was not easy i'm sure you heard a thing or two you know well i just (laughs) i know how hard it is and i know the shoes that you were gonna fill Mm. and it was a tough situation and that's but but this town is it is it's opening itself up to more of that i think that and that's another reason why i'm doing this podcast is because what if I, when I came here and, uh, you know, I wasn't used to people looking at me and being unsure about me. I'm used to being in the classroom where people just like me uh, and trust me, but I wasn't getting that here, rightfully so. Uh, I just got here. People didn't know me. But what if I was the kind of guy who didn't tough it out and thought, well, this is obviously not the place for me. Hamilton would have lost, and I don't want to, I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but I will say they would have lost someone who's extremely passionate about it, giving its ap- my absolute best to the kids they would have lost that but throughout the whole experience i just told myself my wife she's way stronger than i am i mean i was i'm i'm like you i i feel like we would be the exact same way like oh they hate us yeah that's uh, tough and she just kept telling me like sam they're gonna see your heart they're gonna see your hard work they're gonna see your passion and um they'll learn and how long do you think it took how long did it take for you to feel like I've arrived. It's okay now. Okay. Last summer, at the end of it, I felt like, okay, next summer will be the summer where it's official. Like, I'm the guy here, and people expect to want to come here and see me and uh, be a part of what Camp Tuscusa with me as the owner is about. And it has happened. This is the summer and during the school year. I'm getting how I many years has it been? So I guess it was. It took about three years. So I would say the first year. Oh my gosh. Uh, we'll talk about off air. <laughs> it was not easy. I really had to um, toughen up. Uh, second year was okay. Third, fourth year. It, that's the thing is that we went through um, a lot of stuff to get to where we are now and now every compliment we, we receive and people i can tell you stories i don't want to like tell these stories because they all they sound like i'm complimenting myself but there's been moments where like i'm like this is like exactly what i want in my life like to hear people say that they feel that way about what i'm doing um it's well, a dream come true well i mean and when people when people either text me or tell me how I've made them feel or what I've done for them through my artwork. Mm. If I could bottle that, I mean, uh, it's exactly what you're talking about. I, I want to, I want it. It could make any, it could make the worst day become my favorite day on the planet by moving someone through what I do, me, how I can make them feel so extra special or, you know, document their love in a way that maybe someone ha- is passed on. Or even their child's not one years old anymore. They're five. And they still have that image of them snuggling them in a certain way that I captured for them. And I say it, like, when people sh- compliment me or whatever, I'm, I'm just grateful. Mm. I'm just grateful that I get to, I get to do Like, I'm... F- just just deep just, just deep gratitude that's all you know that i i was there and i was able to do it and i captured that picture and i did it for you like there's just it's just all gratitude you know yeah. for sure we're in the same boat it's, we're in the exact same boat it and we're so I, lucky I, I we're feel, getting paid to do this i feel bad for people that go to work and don't feel that Sitting, uh, people aren't meant for that. People sitting in a cubicle. I mean, some if you love it, you know, bless your heart. Everyone should do what they love. But I do not feel like human beings are meant to sit in a cubicle for eight hours, pushing the papers and, uh, hey, Phil, we need to get the uh, the numbers in time, and uh, you might have to work extra hours. And uh, oh, the boss is coming by. Better straighten up the desk. Like and that's not being a human. And it's it's there's good and bad to all of it because I believe me, I've had my days where I was ready to quit. I've had a lot of them and 
so it's not all I don't even know what how to even describe it. it you know I don't float through life through my days it's all bliss no it's not it's hard 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 work challenging myself in ways that are so completely uncomfortable that I don't even know who I am some days because <laughs> I've pushed myself so far outside of my comfort zone, but that's how I grow. Yes. That's how I, you know, if we want to be different, we have to do you different have to things. Do. There's so many people who think, oh, maybe I need to take classes in this, or maybe I need to read a book on that. It's like, no, if you want to public speak, you go out, out there and you speak. If you want to take and photos. And you fail and you fall mm. and you figure it out. Yeah. You figure it out. And I learn by doing. And it makes those moments, doing. right? It makes those moments where they're yep. they're looking at you like, I look so beautiful in this, or what I, you know, whatever it is people are bringing to you, it makes it that much more special. And no, yeah, you failed before, but this person has been impacted by my art, and you get paid for it, which is crazy, right? It is. It's um, I'm, tr- I mean, I am truly blessed every day, every day, you know, and I don't take it for granted, not one mm. single second. Nor do I. Every Not second. one, because at forty-one, I know, I know, you know, a lot of people that hate their job. You know, yeah, I feel they, like those they people, hate their job, and I, it. my heart goes out to them. You know, my heart goes out to them. I think a lot of times it's fear, a uh, fear of the same fear you have. I mean, uh, but about I feel money. like maybe sometimes people don't know what their calling is, mm. or don't hear, can't hear their heart. You know. Um, Gosh, life's so short. Yeah. Yep. 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 And I, you know. I remember my husband saying to me, my husband is not a risk taker. No. At all. Is he a very conservative guy? So so far conservative. (laughs) I mean, just so far conservative. And I'm not really a risk taker either. And so, but I've I've pushed him. We've met in the middle, you know, for sure. But I remember I was like 25 years old and I was struggling. I wanted to be a photographer. And, you know, I, I had just like started at my LLC or whatever. And he said, and I had a bad day now. And we're both young. My husband is the type of person where if he can't fix me, he, if he can't take my pain, he's pissed. And he's, he's very different today. But we were very, you know, we were 24, 25 years That's old. That's super young. I mean, and we were just newly married, you know. And here, I, I'm not domestic. I was like, I was a hot mess. And thanks to him, we had a home. You know, he took care of the bills. I was trying to figure it out. And he said to me, Allison, not everybody gets to do what they love. And I said, oh, I will. I will do what I love. And I just, I mean, no, not, don't, it's not coming this way, you know. Uh, and for whatever reason, I, well, for my, my mother pushed me to be a photographer. I didn't think... It was a good choice. Wait, usually it's the opposite where the person wants to do something and the mother says that, no, that's not how you'll make well, a living. And- right. My mom is named, her name is Anne. And so when I changed the name of my business, I was, I had, in 2015, I changed the name of my business to Allison Ann Studios. Now my middle name is Anne. Okay. But it was a tribute to my mother because she got an inheritance from her father dying and she was like I'm sending you to art school and I said mom you're crazy how how am I how am I going to be how am I going to be a working photographer like how am I going to make money I had been to two colleges and I was working for my sister answering phones and she did all the research and she sent me to art school art institute of philadelphia and and I I loved it but I was like, am I real? So Art Institute of Philadelphia is about doing it as a job. It's not mm. like one of these art schools that are. Yeah. It, it's, it's, you want to do graffiti? Go for it. <laughs> like th- these were teachers that were in the industry. They were working photographers. And so I learned how to run a studio. I learned how to do, you know, commercial commer- food, food product, like portraits. I learned, you know, these people were shooting weddings. So, um, and I realized that I wanted to have, you know, my dad owned a business, my sister owned a business, my grandparents owned businesses. I, I, I came from all that. And I saw myself 
doing that. By 25, I was like, this is, I felt it. I felt, it felt so freeing to do what I loved. It's terrifying. Yep. Absolutely nerve-wracking. Yep. And it but still man, is, honestly. The, yeah. Still, well, that doesn't end. I still have those moments because I'm constantly doing things I've never done before. Mm, right. There's always a variable. And I, 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 it fuels me in a way. And then I become a lunatic in fear. <laughs> but then I just... At this point, I, I just... I, I don't take myself as seriously as I used to. Uh, that's another big... I really don't. Weight I off laugh at myself... Shoulders. I don't. T- I can't take myself to serious. It's it's like, you're 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 just you know you're just another human being on the planet. Dust now. in the wind. <laughs> I mean, really, like yeah. you, you know, if you fall in front of people, if you you know Laugh make a huge first, mistake, right? like. I'm human. I'm trying to fast forward my students to that mindset so that they can I, laugh at themselves. I think that that's um. I think that's another thing in experience. I don't know. Do you find kids can laugh at themselves? genuinely i feel like most it needs to be taught for most and they can be taught um and i think it almost takes baby steps like i i literally have counseled people through laughing at themselves you know i mean it's 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 an ego trip for sure if you are taking yourself extremely seriously you just got to let go of that ego i speak with people hundreds at, at a time sometimes all the time and if i worried about messing up or falling down I could fall down. I could trip on my face and I will still be okay in that speech. It's all in how you play it off because I have Mm -hmm. that much confidence at this point. I'm almost more confident talking in front of 100 people than I am just one sometimes. Uh, There's definitely a – I mean do I want to say there's a science to it? There is a science. Um, And I got it from pro wrestling. When I was a pro wrestler, I learned how to work an audience. I learned if I want them to love me, how to act. If I want them to dislike me, how to act. And it's just getting them in the palm of your hands where it's almost like I'm not having a conversation with the audience i'm just taking them through a ride you know i do i get to do it all the time here too it's really fun yeah i mean that's and i love speaking in front of people i really have no problem speaking in front of people um you coming back next year to read of course yeah town that day. was so much fun yeah so you were awesome fun. hey uh one more thing i picked out three i i always ask because I ask, I have my own questions, but sometimes I need to break out some questions from the chat pack. And I found three that I thought would be quite fitting for you. Um, why don't you pick one and see where it takes us? I'm going for the middle one. All right. Wait, I can't read that. All right. If you could sleep in a different place each night for a week, what seven places would you select? The locations can be anywhere in the world. Seven. That's a lot of places. They would all be different beaches. Really? You're a beach person, huh? It would just be all different beaches. I'd just pick seven from all over the globe, honestly. Different sunrises, sunsets. Do you have a, best, do you have a favorite beach of all time? Uh, have you ever been... My memory's awful. Probably the Mediterranean. I was going to say... Just because you, it's Europe, it's... If for whatever reason you decide to go to Israel, mm. look up my family. They'll take you to the Dead Sea. I'm not just saying that. They absolutely would love to take you. That is a beach unlike any other beach. This is what I'm saying. Like, And so I, I'm fueled by the sun. And so I want to be wherever there's sunrise, sunsets. And I want to see them every morning and every night. Like That's what fuels me to the point where... Before I got my studio, my office was in my basement for eight years, and I became almost depressed in the winter. And it was because I'm in this dark room. Down in the dungeon. No windows. It was sucking the life out of me. And my husband, I I mean, I, I would just get through my winter just crying. Like, I just, I can't do this. Like, it was sucking the life out of me because I'm telling you, Shooting portraits at sunrise and sunset, I mean, I am in my glory. I am in the best time of the day, doing what I love. Um, Or, you know, if I'm on vacation, I want to be at the beach during sunrise, you know, especially over, you know, on the East Coast. And um, so that would be very easy. I would pick seven I would just, yep. Good answer. For sure. We have time for one more, and I can't decide between these two. One, okay, I'll give you this up. One has to do with art. The other one has to do with helping people. Art or helping people? Helping people. 
Boom. I can't read it. I will. You need glasses. My glasses are in my bag. I got you. I got twenty twenty. <laughs> if you were given five hundred dollars, no, let's up it. Five thousand dollars. These are for little kids. These cards. <laughs> these are my campers' cards. <laughs> so let's make an adult. Five G's. Um, and told you you could use that to help somebody else. For whom and for what purpose would you want the money used? I don't know if I read that well. If you were given $5,000 but told that it all had to be used to help somebody else, for whom and for what purpose would you want the money used? Um, I'm going to say to help. I don't know if this is an exact answer, but to help kids, whether it's with. Uh, studying art or if they wanted to learn an artistic field to um you know like a like scholarship in some i was gonna say that that money could go towards art school for someone who can't afford it someone talented and passionate so yeah something i i do want to my i have a I have very, very big goals. (laughs) Um, And I would love to start a foundation. um, And I would love to, you know, start, whether it's a foundation, start a charity in our town for for that. And um, I would 100% help you. That's one of my very large goals um, in the next, I'd say, five years to get that situated and get that going. And um, and it would be in the in the art. It would be in the art range art field of scholarships so it would be definitely Go a kid that art. can't afford it but really is Everyone, driven by art my tattoo artist told me the other day i was like telling him i was like hey man i had no idea how how awesome your profession is the way that you impact people's lives and For he sure. looked at me and he said sam everyone needs a little art in their lives so true a lot of art yes. yeah a lot of art no yep. doubt yep do you like painting not or, really. No. I mean, do you like artists who Oh, paint? so, yeah. I grew up with Salvatore Dali. I was just going <laughs> to ask you, do you like Dali? Shut that up. Was, I was going to be Dali, and then I was going to ask you Escher, and then I was going to ask you Jean-Michel Basquiat. I don't know if you know. So, I mean, I took so many art classes in, in school. I, so, I've heard of those, but I wouldn't... I would have to see the painting to if, know. Also, if you ever get a chance to see the documentaries of the movie on Jean-Michel Basquiat, I strongly okay. urge you... Talk about someone passionate. Oh man. Okay. You know you got to know Escher, right? Hand I mean, hand painting the hand, the stairs. Are they going up? Are they going down? The guy holding the marble. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, 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 you, okay, if okay. you look him up, yes. you've seen his. And stuff. I, I I took art history one through three like four times, all of them, <laughs> because I went to three different colleges and I was studying art. I loved art. Um, I went to, you know, I was at Dolly's. Um, the the in Tampa. I was in St. Petersburg. Uh, me too. I went to I that one too. I was in Habit, Spain. Were you at? We. I was in Cadike where he was born. How crazy I mean, was that guy? My dad was obsessed. My dad was obsessed with Dolly. Obsessed. Yeah. And um, so we we got some good art. We have some good art. And he took me to see. You know, St. Petersburg was. My, I was blown away by the art in St. Petersburg. They had a whole thing just for him, right? It, yeah, I mean, I, I went and there it's too. Huge. The and the pictures of him huge. and the mustache. <laughs> yep, and to the point where that one was, in my opinion, be- better than the one in Spain. The one in Spain, he designed, and he designed the building. And it's really there's e- it's eggs. It's 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 a build. It, you should say it. It's it's just it's the building has eggs all over it, and it's three stories. Wow. The three one in stairs, Spain. Three stories of Dali. Yes. Three. All his little, every little thing he, he, he did. Every little thing. You're awesome. Before we go, who is there anyone who might listen to this you'd like to give a shout out to? Anyone at home? Anyone? Yeah. What's My up? My husband. My husband's going to listen. Yeah. He's, he's awesome. He's. Is he ride or die? D- oh, ride or die. <laughs> you know, and it's like, it's, we've been married 16 16 years I think I don't know 16 17 he'll know he'll know um <laughs> and marriage is awesome I mean it's not awesome for everyone and it's a hard road but you know you guys got married so young now we it, were young let yeah. me tell you and I'm not who I was at 25 and I sometimes I wonder my husband's like I didn't sign up for this <laughs> 
you know yeah. like i'm not who i was then uh-huh. and there's we have such a level of respect for each other that no one's going to penetrate our wall nobody nobody and uh not even julia not even julia you know um and so we have a good life and he is he him and my mom are my number one fans him and my mom and if my dad was here man him too right up there too he's he's here you know but yeah. it's but for sure yeah so my husband is my number one you know awesome yeah awesome hey did you have fun i had a lot of fun yeah a lot Me of too. fun we're gonna do this again sometime yeah absolutely i love it right for on. sure ladies and gentlemen take pictures with allison meet her and uh if you want to help out i don't know if, if anyone else wants to uh, maybe uh, help Allison out, get this uh, program started to help out kids who really want, mm. you know, mm. art. I would love it. I would love or, it. Yeah. She's all about it. And she's passionate. She wants to do it. So if you are as well, she's the one to talk to. All right. Thank Thanks, you. Allison. I'm grateful. One more Thank high you so five. Much. <laughs> See ya. Bye. Bye.